listener. Hi, and welcome back to Broadsheet Sydney Around Town. I'm Emma Joyce, Broadsheet's features editor, and I host this short audio guide to Sydney. Today, we're talking about a new restaurant coming to Sydney Opera House. Chef Mark Olive is bringing his knowledge and expertise in native ingredients to the alfresco space near the studio and drama theatre entrance. We'll hear more about what's in store from Broadsheet's Dan Cunningham. Before that, we're talking about the multifaceted new venture that's taken over the restaurant space where Automata used to be. The new Chippendale Diner has an abalone party pie and a wine list championing female, non-binary and transgender producers. When Automata announced it was going to close, it was kind of a sad moment for Sydney's fine dining because it had been such a mainstay for about seven years. But we were so excited to find out that the couple who'd previously been at Hearts Yard, so that's Jared Walsh, hi Jared, Hello. and Dot Lee, were going to open up something brand new in the space. But we were just having a quick chat before, and Jared, you used to work with Clayton briefly at yeah. Automata. Yeah, I worked at Automata back in 2015, uh, shortly after they opened. And yeah, Did you, wild. and you, Clayton's a friend you were mentioning, so you've kind of You've worked with him a while. Did you pick up any techniques or skills or any life advice from him? Yeah, definitely. Like back when I was a younger chef working for him, like seeing his approach to food definitely has a little bit of an influence on my food today. And like the way he treats produce as well with like minimal, minimal kind of intervention in that is something that we, we, there's like shaped me as well. Very recently, you were operating Hearts Yard for a while and that restaurant has now closed and it's now open as a different restaurant. What was your highlight of running Hearts Yard? Definitely being your own boss, having the freedom to do whatever you want. And I would say the biggest thing I got out of that was like really learning my creative flair and being not restricted and, you know, you can do what you want on the menu and not be scared and know, not be safe. Like It was such an interesting way of um, approaching kind of fine dining within that space as well, because the history of it when it was under Gregory Llewellyn has kind of evolved with lots of different people coming through the doors like Andy Bowdy. So why did you decide to take it in that direction? Hearts Yard, that is. Yeah, we, we took Hearts Yard in that direction again, because like we wanted to be different and do something different. And also, you know, we... Me and Dot also said this is our kind of playground on what we want to try and see if it works to do something, you know, bigger and better. And then that's kind of paid off, I guess. Definitely. Yeah. So Longshore has opened this week and that's in the space where Automata used to be. If you don't know, it's very close to the Clare Hotel on Kensington Street. And the bones of the restaurant haven't really changed, have they? But what have you done with the space? Yeah, so... Pretty much, if you know Automata, it used to be, you know, quite minimalistic concrete where our brief was, you know, to the designers, we wanted the opposite without, you know, completely gutting what's such a lovely space already. So we've kept the kitchen the same because I love the kitchen. Um, and we just changed all the concrete to lots of color, like nice sandy terrazzo uh, countertops, um, Lots of like you know, pink tables. That's not my decision. That's Dot's <laughs> decision. I didn't know about, but yeah. I've seen photos and it, yeah. it looks like it's really atmospheric. Like you would enjoy a long dinner there or maybe like a, a light lunch. 
So what you've done with Longshore is you've created three different dining opportunities. There's like three different menus that you can eat while you're there. Can you run me through what the different options are? Yeah. So we were thinking of, you know, definitely has to be something different and something different for that area. So we decided what can we do to capture uh, as many people around to have a different experience each time. So we have a a la carte menu where it changes, you know, once a week, a few dishes here and there and throughout the season. And then we also have a five-course tasting menu with snacks and a few different dishes on there that you can only get on the tasting menu. And then the most exciting one is a 10-course snack flat menu. So it's only 80 bucks. You get 10 10 courses and they're all like bite-sized pieces, a range of hot and cold, and it's pretty much 90% seafood driven. Seafood is a huge part of this particular venue for you. And I know that you grew up in Port Macquarie and fishing is a massive pastime for you. Yeah, yeah. Like growing up in Port Macquarie, all we did was be outside the whole time. So like my dad taking us camping as kids every weekend, we'd always, all we'd do is just fish all day and then, you know, find different ways, not knowing how to cook then all these fish. And now I have a bit of a better idea I can, you know, turn it into something nice that like kind of brings you back to your childhood. Can you give us an idea of what's on the menu? Because I know that broadsheet writer Dan Cunningham was really taken with the abalone party pie. Yeah, we were were trying to come up with something that's just like, you know, a little bit fun. So let's just do a a pie. It's winter. What can we put in there? Abalone. So we use, you know, we have a dish on the menu with shaved abalone. So we take all the offcuts and we just make a you know basic pie mix based on like a chicken and leek. But it's like abalone and kelp, and we just put in a little party pie and make it make it fun with some pine mushroom ketchup just to cool it down because it's very hot when it comes out of the oven. Yeah. And it's not just seafood as well. You've got quite a few different dishes. Yeah, like we have obviously you know we want to cater for everybody and you don't want to restrict and restrict customers. So we have. Like lots of vegetarian, vegan dishes, and we also have meat dishes, but we put a lot of pride into our meat dishes as well, like having West Home Wagyu, Margaret Lamb on there as well. So it's somewhere you can definitely splash some cash and celebrate. But as you said, you've got that $80 snack degustation. You can also eat outside for the first time in that area Right now it's winter. Maybe it doesn't feel like what you'd want to do, but I know that you could just roll up and have a cocktail. You've got some very interesting cocktails. What can you tell us about those? Yeah, so Dot's designed our cocktail menu. And as well, we we take a minimal waste approach with the whole menu and like, you know, the restaurant design. So like, what? how can we bring this into the drink side of things? So we use in our cocktails a lot of leftover ingredients from the kitchen as well, because you can only use so much in the kitchen. So we have like a lot of strawberry trimmings that we have left, which we infuse and that goes into our strawberry old fashioned, which is on the cocktail menu. Do you have a favorite? Strawberry old fashioned. (laughs) (laughs) That's my eight o'clock chef's drink. (laughs) I know that Dot also has a mission to ensure that loads of the wines on the wine list, I think there are 150 or so different bottles, are by kind of women or non-binary or transgender winemakers. What can you tell me about her mission there? Yeah, so Dot and the SOM team, uh, Izzy and Ellie, they very um, want to create a wine list around recognition and being able to recognize women in wine as well and those producers. So 
you know, on our wine list, we have all of the names of all the producers um, to give credit for everybody there. That's awesome. I love that. So you can just order by the glass for most of those particular winemakers. Yeah, we have about 35 by the glass mm-hmm. and half bottles as well. Oh, yeah. That's what I like to hear as yeah, someone yeah. who's moderately drinking at the moment. Yeah. <laughs> um, well, thanks so much for coming in and telling us all about it. So Longshore, you can find at 5 Kensington Street in Chippendale. Thanks so much. much. Sydney Opera House has announced a change of guard for one of its restaurants, which will soon be taken over by Bundjalung man Mark Olive, who we all know and love from his SBS cooking shows. Broadsheet's Dan Cunningham is across all the details of this new opening. So, Dan, this one's called Midden. Can you tell us a bit about the name? It's a tribute to the fact that Sydney Harbour was a hunting ground and a gathering place for the Gadigal people pre-colonisation. So... Basically, all around the harbour were these shell middens, which are basically mounds of shells that the First Nations people would leave behind. And yeah, it was the sort of a trace of where they would meet. So it's a tribute to that. And it is going to be a restaurant that's dedicated to Indigenous ingredients. He's been really instrumental in introducing a lot of Indigenous ingredients to the mainstream, I'd say, over a long period of time. And I think it's going to be so important that a venue like this or a restaurant like this is at Sydney Opera House, which is obviously really tourist-facing as well as bringing in lots of locals. For people who don't know Mark Olive, can you give us kind of a bit of a background? Yeah, so basically he was one of the first people to really introduce Native Australian ingredients to like a wider mainstream audience. He had a show called The Outback Cafe, which ran for quite a while and was, was really popular. And then he's kind of gone on to be a bit of an educational figure beyond that. So he's worked with a lot of organizations, continued to appear on TV. So he was a guest judge on MasterChef. Um, and he's also a regular guest on The Cook-Up with Adam Liao, which, I, which is one of my favorite shows. I yeah, it it's a really time. good cooking show, that one. Yeah, I love it. Yeah. So this one, this particular restaurant is going to be on the side of the opera house that's near like the studio and the playhouse and the drama theater entrance, which is pretty cool. Do we know anything about the menu so far? Yeah. So the kind of dishes we can expect from the restaurant are obviously going to be sort of heavy on native Australian ingredients. Um, so things like, you know, you can get a damper um, that's infused with native herbs and served with uh, eucalyptus whipped butter, native thyme hummus with Tasmanian mountain pepper flatbread, roasted macadamia nuts, and that's sort of the snacky stuff. And then moving on to large dishes like uh, Quandong glazed chicken breast with warrigal greens and roasted pine nuts. And things like that. So, and the thing I'm actually really looking forward to is the bush pavlova with a native fruit uh, and roasted water, roasted wattle seed ice cream. And when does it open? Next month, which is really exciting. So we've only just found out out about this, but it's it's going to be you know a quick turnaround. Will you come back and tell us about it when you have been in and eaten? Yes, absolutely. Fantastic. Thanks, Dan. Thanks, Emma. And that's all we have time for today. As always, you can keep up to date with what's happening around Sydney at broadsheet.com.au and at broadsheet underscore Sid on Instagram. A listener production.